Eh. I wouldn't pay any mind to this podcast. My name's Justin Wilson, and uh, I'm your uh, not-so-humble host, and today I am joined on the very first Pay No Mind list by my lovely and beautiful wife, Kristen Wilson. Hi, honey. Hi, babe. <laughs> You're going to have to go ahead. Don't be afraid of that microphone. Oh. And stay right on it. Um, well, first, let's talk about we've been together. We we did the math uh, last night or the day before. We're coming up on our 11th year yeah, together. Yeah, that's yes. that's nuts, um, and we're actually married. We'll be in July eight years. Yep. <laughs> A woman of many words. <laughs> Feel free to elaborate. I'm but, a little distracted by our son singing the ABCs right next to me. <laughs> yeah, he's learning. But um, <laughs> would you subscribe more to the side of eight years is is a lot, or more towards the the side of it's only been eight years i feel like on the grand scale of our relationship it feels like a lot but i think about like my parents and i think wow 30 years yeah that's a long time and i can't wait to be telling people we've been together for 30 years so that would be a lot (laughs) (laughs) if um if somebody's about to get married, what's one thing that you would, because I say, I would say that we have a, a very healthy relationship between us. I mean, so much so that I'm starting another podcast and you're the first guest on it. <laughs> um, <It's> true. <laughs> what, what's uh, some advice you would give somebody that's about to get married, maybe? Um, I would say always be honest. Um, anything and everything that you're feeling, never, you know, feel like you need to keep it inside because if you truly love that person they they deserve and should get to you know know and understand everything that's inside of you and that you're feeling that would be my biggest well i mean because clearly i mean they say opposite uh, opposites attract and sure there's several things that we share in common between us but but we're very different Oh yeah, <laughs> um, and I mean, especially when we first started dating. Yeah. Uh, so how? This is gonna sound ridiculous, but how did you tame this wild beast? Um, I don't know. Unconditional love. <laughs> I mean, I, w- I, w- I mean, I don't want to say I was like some sort of sex machine or nothing. I was clearly <laughs> nothing like that. But I well, mean, I was, I was definitely a wild, <laughs> wild stallion. Like I was, I was out and about and just you know being a drinking lead singer. And I feel like. I went, I told you exactly how I felt when I had an issue and when I was, you know, pissed off about something you were doing, I told you straight away and yeah, it may have caused an argument and, but we never wanted to give up on it. So, um, like I said, unconditional love, I think. <laughs> and I mean, it's, it's <laughs> no matter what happens, you know, the love was still there. It's been a wild, wild life bet- between the two of us, but about six years ago, we were blessed with our beautiful daughter who's running around like a crazy machine, Isabel. Um, talk a little bit about, uh, what it's, what it's been like becoming a mother. Hmm. It was a little crazy at first. Um, not what I expected. Everyone expects life to be perfect and you're just, oh, I have this beautiful, perfect child and you know, I mean, yeah, that's true. You look at your, you know, when you first have a, the, your child, your baby, and they're the most beautiful thing you've ever seen. But then you realize that the reality is it's really hard. It's it's hard work, um, especially becoming a, a first 
parent for the first time, um, you have all these things that are, are going on, all these emotions going on that you've never felt before, um, sleepless nights, you know, just everyone being, you know, you're just confused about what to do in every aspect. <laughs> well, we've got we've got two children, and um, you know they're in here. I mean, this may have been a bad time to do this, but I mean, this is kind of what our life is like. Um, you know, a little Catching bit of, us in action, a little bit, a little bit chaotic. Now, to to add on top of on top of this, you're actually going to school. Yes. Um, talk about what it's like having two children and a full time job, not even getting into the things that I do, and <laughs> going to school. Um, you know, it's all about balancing your time and spending it wisely. And I have to say, I'm still working on that. Um, it's very difficult because you want to spend every minute you have doing something productive. You know, whether you're at work, when you're at home, you know, if you're not studying or spending time with your family, you know, it's just... I, I personally feel like I've got to please everybody constantly, and um, it's it's a hard struggle, and it, it's a juggle, just juggling life. Now, you're going to school to become a nurse, and one of the goals you want out of becoming a nurse is you want to become a lactation consultant. You're, yes. you're a huge advocate for breastfeeding, which I didn't know I was either until, until I saw it in action. Uh, talk to me about why you're such a huge advocate of breastfeeding and and why should mothers or expectant mothers go ahead and give it a shot? Well, I always knew I wanted to breastfeed. Um, my mom breastfed, my sister and I, and she's always kind of instilled in us, you know, the importance and just how great it was when she had us. But then I never really realized how amazing it really was until I had my daughter and I'm such a huge advocate because I know what it did for me. And um, my honest feeling is that it it saved me. Um, I was going through a really hard time when I had my daughter. She was colicky. She um, she just, there was no rest for the weary with her. She just cried and cried and cried. And the only time she was, only time she was happy and that I looked at her and didn't want to, you know, <laughs> didn't want to hurt somebody was when I was nursing her. And I looked at her and I thought she was the most beautiful, most wonderful thing. And just the feeling I got that, you know, this little person was alive and thriving and happy because of me. It's just such an empowering experience, and it's just a beautiful thing. And it's not just about feeding your child and about what's the best nutrition. It's so much more than that. It's just a 360-degree, you know, all-around wonderful thing, in my opinion. You know, so I just, I feel like, you know, it, everybody, every new mother, every mother should give it a try because I know what it did for me, and you know, I think that everyone should have the opportunity to have that experience, or let's every woman <laughs> at least. <laughs> let's say somebody has gone gone ahead and given it a shot, but in their own opinion, they're they're failing miserably. Do you have some advice that you know maybe might help get them through? 
Um, if you feel like you know you're failing miserably at it, I think just surrounding yourself with some supportive people um, to encourage you, or just talking to somebody about it always helps. Um, chances are you're not failing. You're not failing at all, and it's just a doubt within your mind. Or maybe you're just not enjoying it. Maybe it's not giving you, you know, doing what you thought it would do. Um, I can tell you I had all kinds of issues, but, you know, I didn't give up. It, it was too important to me to, you know, give it up. But if it's not incredibly important to you, you know, don't, you know, sh- what's the word I'm looking for? Torture yourself (laughs) with, you know, having those thoughts that I'm failing and, you know, you shouldn't have to feel that way. Well, let's, we, we, we took all the crazy things I'm into out of the equation earlier. So we have two children. You're working a full-time job. I'm working too. Uh, what's it like being married to a busy man like myself? I mean, it's hard. It, it, you know, I'm not going to lie, and we, we talk about it all the time. All the like time. I said Almost earlier, you know, you have to be honest with, you know, your significant other, husband, wife, what, you know, whoever it is. I, I mean, the majority of the arguments we have have to do with you leaving the house, going out and doing your thing. And I understand you have to do your thing, but that doesn't make it any easier. You know, I, I want to be that supportive wife that supports what you're doing with your podcasts and um you know you wanted to be out there supporting bands and i'm home having a hard time and you know it's 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 a little nuts and it's like i said earlier it's just this you know juggling act and whenever i'm feeling a little overwhelmed and i don't want you to go out you know i let you know about it and sometimes it's at the very last minute yeah (laughs) but and oftentimes it causes an argument, but you know, you, like I said earlier, you just gotta let, I let you know, you know, that's how I feel. So. And speaking of how you feel, mm-hmm. let's end this on, on a high note. This is something I know you could easily talk for hours upon hours. You are an adult Hanson fan. Yes. And <laughs> I, I say it that way because most people obviously connect Hanson with the three little boys, teenagers that looked like girls mm-hmm. who sang Mbop. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> tell me, how how did you weather the storm with Hanson, and what's it like being an adult Hanson fan? Um, I think I just have a very high level of fidelity. I don't know. I <laughs> just, <laughs> when I like something, you know, I kind of, I like it and I stick with it. And, you know, Hanson went away for a little while. They had some struggles with their record label and they were gone for a few years. And I didn't really know, you know, what happened to my favorite band. I don't know. It kind of fell off. Um, Then they came back and it was, you know, just great music. And honestly, when it comes down to it, it's all about I'm just a fan of their music. I'm a fan of them. They're great people. Um, And as an adult... I relate to them and their music. They're married, have children, um, have a busy life like me. And I relate to their songs, you know, growing up with them. I feel like everything that happens has been happening in my life has been reflected in their songs. Like, I'm the same age as them. So as they continue to make music through the years, 
what they were feeling and writing music about matched what I was feeling in my life. And it's like I've grown up with them and their music has helped shape me, I feel. I mean, it's they're a part of of me, as corny as that sounds. Their music is really a part of me. Do you catch a lot of flack for being a Hanson fan still? All the time. I mean, but it, it doesn't really bother me anymore. At work, I get it all the time. But let me tell you, I, I can convert people. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, one of the biggest maybe sitting in, well, to your right. I mean, I, I wouldn't say I'm necessarily a Hanson fan, but I used to make fun of you to no end when mm-hmm. we first got together. And, I mean, I will I will never purchase a Hanson album. I will never voluntarily. Well, you'll put, never need to. Well, right, <laughs> but I'll never, I'll never voluntarily put one into the to the CD player either. Right. But I also, other than oh God, hear another Hanson record. You're not going to hear anything from me, and I, I've actually become defenders of them because you showed me the, uh, the documentary was strong enough to break. Strong enough to break. And um, mm. just watching what they went through with their label, as you alluded to earlier. It gave me a lot more respect to them as musicians. And um, I, and tell me how, what you think of this, but I still believe that their latest record, they're working on something new. Their latest record, Shout It Out, I think if that made it to mainstream ears, people would eat it alive. Yeah, and it kind of stinks that it it was so close to making it into the mainstream. A lot of people did um, discover it in that last album um it was on vh1 and on the countdown and um, a lot of radio stations were playing it none of our local radio stations um because believe me i myself and friends tried to request the song or you know several of their singles from the album and they just would not play it and i think one of my friends literally got into an argument with the radio dj on our local station about playing the song (laughs) Um, yeah, so, I'm, you know, I, I really do think people would like it. And I don't know what the problem is or, you know, there's just this hold-off standoff because of who they are that nobody wants to give them a try, and it just kind of stinks. All right, so before we wrap this up, I'm going to ask you a couple rapid-fire questions. Oh, <laughs> yeah, okay. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't get you ready for this. I just okay. thought this would be fun. What's your favorite Hanson song? Wow. Um, I'm going to just say go. Okay. What's your favorite stale song? You don't uh, know the titles, I bet. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know the songs. Um, that's a hard one. Off the, Right off the top of my head, I'm thinking of Spilled Milk. Oh, Due Process. Yes, Due nice. Process. Nice. Um, your favorite th- thing about being a mother? The Challenge. Um, Believe it or not. <laughs> least favorite thing about being married to me? Least favorite thing? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> so many things. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I think about how busy you want to stay all the time i'm i'm kind of a lazy homebody type of person and you want to be doing things outside the house i don't know and lastly thing lastly uh somebody who's on your payment pay no mind list what exactly does that mean like that i don't care about somebody who you know and it could be you know a celebrity or you know a band somebody who 
did something so egregious or just you just don't care to hear from ever again? That's a good one, too. I, I don't think I have. There isn't, you know, like maybe a musician who who just keeps putting out terrible music that you're like, okay, I'm done. I, I don't. You can keep making music, but uh, I'm not paying attention anymore. You know what? I think that I know this is going to sound dumb, but I feel like Chris Brown. Yeah. He's in, in, you know, in the public eye right now, and I just pay no mind. I don't even care about anything he has to say. They keep on playing interview tidbits and apologies, and I'm like, I don't really care. I'm not even paying attention to you anymore, and it kind of makes me mad that he's even still famous. But you know what? Honey, thank you so much for uh, joining me today on the Pay No Mind list, the very first one, and uh, eh, you can listen if you want. Dancing upon your paycheck The sails climb high through the garbage pale sky